Well, praise the Lord. This is Pastor Jerry once again, coming to you wherever you're at. Again, it's always an honor and a privilege to minister the Word of God to you. We're just grateful you're connecting with us, praise God, whether you're connecting uh, through Vimeo or uh, whether it's uh, Roku or maybe you're uh, just listening on podcasts, praise God. Either way, we're just grateful to uh, be able to minister the Word to you. Today, again, being one of our midweek services, amen, we're going to be talking about some more about patriarchs of faith and things like that. So we're going to go to our opening verse out of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, please. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And verse 11 says, Now all these things happened to them, talking about the children of Israel, of course, in context, happened to them as examples, all right, and they were written uh, for our admonition, uh, our instruction or our teaching upon whom the ends of the ages have come. In other words, this, these are truths and stuff that we can learn um, from here till whenever, praise God, because obviously just some basic uh, truths about some do's and don'ts and uh, things that just become an example to you and me. Now, the idea is uh, to learn from our patriarchs of faith, you know, the uh, some of the do's and the don'ts, you know. Uh, of course, in context, uh, and actually we, a couple weeks back here, took the time, went through this generation of, of the children of Israel, and uh, because basically everything that's listed in here wasn't good, and everything about that generation really wasn't all that great because they had a lot of don'ts, all right? A lot of things to learn uh, not to follow in their example. Uh, so what we did, we missed on them, but last week then we started talking about a people within a people. We started talking about a remnant group uh, within uh, a people, you know, a, group, a people within a people. And uh, today I'm going to kind of talk some more about that. Uh, maybe go a little bit more in depth, and uh, hopefully you get blessed by it. Amen. So we're going to go back to the book of Romans chapter 10, please. Romans chapter 10. And uh, I might read maybe a verse or two, whatever, of something we read last week, just to kind of spin us into this week here. Um, I read a lot more of this last week, but today we're going to Start with, let's say, verse 11 of chapter 10, please. It says, For the Scripture says, okay, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all, in other words, over all Jew or Greek, in other words, or, or Jew or Gentile, it also means, okay, uh, for the same Lord over all, here we go, is rich to all, who call upon him, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, we took some time last week, kind of dove into this a little bit in depth. And, and a lot of times, you know, you speed read that. And a lot of us, you know, believers that we've, you know, we've been saved a lot of years and maybe minister to others to win them to Christ. And we're going to take some of this reference out of here, Romans 10, and, uh, you know, minister to them, uh, you know, and, and, these verses, you know, at least down here, and you get in verses 12 and 13 talking about whoever calls on the Lord, we, we kind of, you know, kind of maybe generalize that and make it, uh, you know, that whoever, you know, calls on God, asks God to come into the heart, and then uh, he answers, you know, which is true. There's nothing wrong with that. That's all accurate. But it really is a little bit more in depth, all right? As we've kind of found out some last week, we're going to look at it again this week. The Word says here that He's the, he's the same Lord overall in verse 12. Amen. So He, you know, because of what He did, the price that was paid, 
Amen. So all people, all mankind, for God so loved the world, right, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever will believe on him will not perish but have everlasting life. So there's, you know, uh, you know, a reference there. But it goes on to say, but he's rich to all who call upon him. He's rich to all who call upon him. All right. So he kind of makes a distinction here. All right. The word rich means increased with goods or wealthy, but it refers to having an abundance and being generous with it. Okay, so now it's kind of showing that he's he's being generous with what he has to those who call on him, it says. And this word means to invoke or to appeal or to entitle, which actually means uh, to empower, designate, authorize, and it refers to a level of submission. So when you're talking about somebody that's calling on God, it's talking about somebody that's literally saying, hey, God, you can be God in my life. I'm calling on you to lead me. I'm calling on you to direct me. I'm calling on you to empower me. I'm calling on you to uh, uh, to give me the strength and the joy and the courage and all the things that I need to do what I'm called to do to be able to do it. Amen. I'm calling on you to grace me. Amen. To uh, divinely influence me. Amen. To to walk this thing out. That's what he's referring to. All right. But this reference. In fact, several of these uh, references we're even going to see here uh, in, in Romans, uh, but uh, uh, the references that come out of Isaiah, references that come out of Joel. Okay, this one here is out of Joel, okay, which actually is Joel 2 and verse 32. And it says, And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. There's that reference. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be deliverance, as the Lord has said, among, here we go, the remnant whom the Lord calls. And he's talking about a people within a people. Now, this word remnant, which is the key word we used last week, using it again this week, all right, just means a surviving vestige, okay? In other words, someone that's remained or left, all right? But it goes on beyond that. It's one remaining after separation or after one's part is done. And that's kind of more what we're, we're looking at here. Those that have made the decision to step up, do what they're called to do, to be all they're called to be, Amen. not just going halfway with this thing, but being willing, praise God, to, to walk this thing out the way the Lord intended. And that's kind of what we're talking about. And there is always a people within a people. There's always a group of people willing to do that. Not everybody's willing to do that. Not everybody's willing to walk everything out. Not everybody's willing to press in and, and to uh, you know, draw on God for every aspect of their life. But there's always that remnant. There's always that core group, so to speak, that's willing, praise God, that people within a people that's willing, praise God, to do, willing and obedient to follow God in all things. Now, as I brought out last week, there's, um, you know, we kind of went back and looked at some of the uh, references out of the Old Covenant uh, talking about a remnant. Because basically, chapter 9 and chapter 10 of Romans is dealing with this, okay? And uh, we see references, like I said, from Joel, from Hosea. We see from Isaiah, uh, Zephaniah, Zechariah, uh, Micah. There's, I mean, we're, we got references that, that come from all over, like a lot of the, the major and minor prophets of the Old Covenant. Now, the majority of the prophets, you know, talk about the remnant, okay? Uh, they talk about, they all prophesy about a Messiah coming, and, uh, and the other things they talk about is a remnant of people willing to... Uh, to live this, to walk this, to be this, amen, that no matter how much is going on, and there's a lot of good, bad, and ugly that goes on. Some things weren't so good, even as we talked about uh, 
in previous weeks about the generation uh, of Israelites that were kind of rebellious. And we had several, several actually generations in the course of history that kind of fit that mold. But in the midst of them was a people who rose to the top, a people willing to live by faith, amen, to live for God, amen, they, that were referred to as the remnant, amen, a people within a people, praise God. Now, with that said, let's back up into uh, chapter 9 of Romans, please. Chapter 9 of Romans. And uh, we're going to go to, uh, let's go to like verse, well, verse 24. I'm kind of coming in the middle of a statement here, but I think uh, otherwise I get a little preachy. So let's just kind of go to verse 24. It says, even us whom he called, not of the Jews only, but also of the Gentiles. So he's kind of making a distinction again, you know, that, that we're not just talking about one group of people. He's talking about there's all, all people, but there's somebody within all people here, all right? As he says also in Hosea, okay, this is out of Hosea 2, I will call them my people who were not my people, and her my beloved. In other words, I will call this people my beloved who was not referred to as my beloved, all right? Then verse 26 here, which is actually again out of Hosea, this time out of Hosea 1. And it says, and it shall come to pass in the place where it was said to them, you are not my people, there they shall be called, here we go, sons of the living God. Amen. And as I said before, and a little bit last week I referred to this, that a lot of times people read, speed read this and said, well, that's just talking about, you know, a new covenant people. Um, it's not, you know, it's not just the Jew it's, it's not just, you know, they refer to it just as somebody who's accepted Jesus, but it's a little bit in, more in depth than that, all right? When you begin to look at this, he's talking about a remnant, a key group of people who are leaning on God for everything, who are pressing into God to guide them, lead them, direct them, all right? Uh, this is who he's talking to. In verse 27 now, he says, you know, Isaiah also cries out concerning Israel. Now, this is out of Isaiah 10. He says, though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, the remnant will be saved. Amen. For he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. Again, talking about a remnant of people here, a people within a people. Verse 29 and as Isaiah said before, in other words, earlier in the book in Isaiah, in fact, it's, it, this reference is out of Isaiah 1, okay, unless the Lord, uh, Sabbath, okay, or Sabbath, okay, had left us a seed, we would, be, uh, we would have become like Sodom, and we would have been made like Gomorrah. Now, this word seed, okay, means offspring or something, something sown, but it's referring to a remnant. Let me let me refer that or let me show you that. In fact, I'm going to read that out of Isaiah 1, okay, because this is where the reference came from, okay. It says this, unless the Lord of hosts had left us a very small remnant, we would have become like Sodom. We would have been made like Gomorrah. Now, I think if you remember about Sodom and Gomorrah, there was nothing good, no good memories about Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, the point he's trying to make is there's a people within a people. And today what I'm trying to show you that the people within a people make a difference. We make a difference where we're at. Amen. That, uh, you know, sometimes when you, you, you know, a remnant might almost feel like, you know, 
uh, that we're alone or, you know, we're kind of out here doing this and nobody else is doing this. And sometimes your, your thoughts can run down those kind of roads. But you just have to understand that every time the remnant is around, it's there to make a difference. God uses a remnant of people to make a difference. And in this case, praise God, he says, if it wasn't for the remnant, we would have become like Sodom and Gomorrah. All right. And I, I think it's pretty relevant. And that's a key word here today, because I'm actually I'm talking about a relevant remnant. Okay, because I believe that we are here today to be that relevant remnant for the, the hour that we're in, the day that we're in, because if it wasn't for a remnant of people, okay, we would become like Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, some people might argue that right now and say, we already are. Well, I don't think we're quite there. All right, it was pretty bad in Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, I'm not making light of some things that go on in our day and hour that we're in right now. There's a lot of things that you bet are pretty dark, pretty, uh, pretty evil, not good. And as I and as I've been bringing out a lot, uh, you know, over the course of the weeks, you know, talking about, you know, knowing a difference between the good and evil, uh, you know, right and wrong and all that, you know, so understanding you have a good God and a bad enemy, you know, it's the facts. But uh, we're in a day and an hour that it is out there. There's a lot of junk going on, a lot of bad stuff going on. But God is wanting to work through a remnant of people. Amen. And because you're here, amen, that makes you relevant to this day and hour. Praise God. God has you here for a purpose. Praise God. Amen. And so what I wanted to do today a little bit is kind of expand on, on this to the course of history, how God used some people, all right, certain key people, all right, who were relevant for the hour and the day that they were in, praise God. Now, one of those uh, that we know of is Esther. Esther and actually Mordecai also, too, who Mordecai raised Esther, all right? Uh, so uh, the scripture says this in Esther 4 and 14. Now, this is Mordecai talking to Esther. Uh, For if you remain completely silent at this time, uh, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet, who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Now, really what he's saying is this. You can't remain silent where you're at here, okay? You can't remain silent, for you're here for such a time as this. Amen. And to me, that's a pretty relevant statement for us today, Who those who choose to be a part of that remnant group, those that choose to be a people that, 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 that move after God, that follow God, that, you know, that, that yield to God, praise the Lord. And I think that uh, it's, it's pretty key for us today because I feel like just like Esther, okay, Esther, of course, became uh, the queen, and, uh, but uh, there was a, a decree that went out and a kind of a manipulative thing that was going to destroy and annihilate uh, the, the Jews, okay? And so what happened was Mordecai found out about it. Mordecai sends word to Esther about it and basically says, listen, you can't keep silent about this. You're gonna, you got to step up and do what you're called to do. And of course, Esther did. And of course, a famous statement she meant, um, that she made was that if I perish, I perish. In other words, I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to do this. And if I die doing it, then I die doing it. But I'm, I'm going to step up. And she did, praise God, and be really kind of went down in history as, as uh, you know, a, a, a savior of, of, the, of the Jewish people, praise God. And of course, Mordecai was a major part of that. And later on, Mordecai, of course, gets, uh, uh, gets uh, promoted and all that. But it's, it's quite a story if you ever take the time to read it. But it, the point is this, that they were a people within a people, all right? 
lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff happening, but it was a people within a people, amen, that God used, amen, that rose to the top, praise God, that went above and beyond the call of duty, so to speak, amen, to see to it, praise God, that, that uh, God's will was, was, was played out or manifested, amen, on, his, on behalf of His people. And so that's, that's one key group, you know. The word in uh, Judges 6 is another one. And this is uh, the Lord talking to Gideon, all right? And he said this, uh, Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? In other words, go in this might of yours and save your people, praise God. Have I not sent you? That's what he's basically condensed, what it's saying. So he told he, he was talking to Gideon. Now Gideon argued with this. It, he couldn't see himself as some mighty man of valor, but he was called to be a mighty man of valor. Now, of course, through a little bit of a you know, back and forth conversation, he stepped up to the plate and he became that mighty man of valor. Amen. He became, in a sense, a relevant remnant. Amen. A people within a people. He rose to the top, made a difference. Amen. He was there for such a time as that. Amen. He became, amen, the individual he was called to be stepped up the plate, willing and obedient, praise God. Are you hearing me today? In fact, if you kind of, if, if you, you know, I didn't really read it, but if you kind of go back into that reference I read earlier out of Isaiah 1, you get a little further down in there, and he talks about being willing and obedient, amen, and that you will eat the good in the land. But if you don't, you end up dying by the sword. And the point being is that the whole thing he's talking about is, listen, if you, if you don't step up to the plate in your day and hour, all right, then, then there's going to be trouble, Bubba. But if you step up to the plate, you follow God, you're, you're obedient to what He says, amen. You're willing to walk it out, praise God. Then all of a sudden you come into who you are, and as a result, you save the day, so to speak, for God's people, amen. Now, uh, this whole thing, uh, you know, talking about, it just, it literally does. It just takes a people to recognize who they are to recognize that God can use you, amen, in a special way, no matter what it is, amen. God's always looking for somebody that's willing to step up, be willing, be obedient, to follow Him, praise God, to become, in a sense, for that day and that hour, praise God, become that relevant remnant for God, amen. And I'm believing that's you. I believe that's me, praise God, in this generation, amen. Let's look at another one here in Exodus chapter 3. We see the Lord talking to Moses, okay? And he says this, Come now, uh, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt, praise God. In other words, I will send you now that you may, be, that you may deliver my people out of Egypt. Amen. I will send you now. Amen. Now, of course, you know Moses at first didn't quite get it either, right? But all of a sudden, you know, it's like through a little bit of conversation back and forth, pretty soon he gets a hold of it, he recognizes it, praise God, steps up to the plate and becomes the man that he's called to be, a relevant remnant, a people within a people, praise God, that was there, that was chosen, that God used in his generation. Amen. Let's look at another one out of Genesis. In chapter 45 this time, it says this in verse 7. It says, And God sent me before you to preserve a uh, posterity or a remnant for you in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. Now what this is, this is Joseph 
now talking to his brothers, okay, that God had sent him to preserve and save lives by a great deliverance. Amen. So this is now Joseph, amen, who recognized, amen. Now, he might not even have known it at first. Remember, if we go through the whole story of Joseph and from the dreams and then you know, he gets sold into slavery, and then he gets passed around and that, and then next thing you know, he's in prison based on some lies and some things that were said about him. And here he is, you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, through a course of events, he ends up now, uh, you know, under Pharaoh, helping Pharaoh out, amen, delivers the Egyptians, and at the same time, uh, what he's used to do is deliver his own people, amen. Now, at first, he may not have known that, but as time went on, he recognized, and then we see definitely in this reference, that he recognized that God had placed him and used him in a great degree, or to a great degree, to be a deliverer of God's people, praise God. A remnant people, praise God. A people within a people. And in that case, again, we see another relevant remnant, praise God. He's relevant to the hour, amen, of the time, the day that he's in, praise God. Amen. And God used him in a great, uh, great uh, to a great degree. Praise God. How about another one here? Uh, just uh, talking about maybe about David here, but this is a reference out of the book of Acts, Acts thirteen, and also uh, verse twenty two and twenty, and, and also thirty six. I'm going to kind of jump around a little bit, but it just says this: that he raised up for them David as king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, as a man who's after my own heart, who will do all my will. That's what God said about him. And then later it said, he served, said who, who served, talking about David, who served his generation, right, by the will of God. And that's Acts 13 and verse 22 and verse 36. Now, I look at David. David, you know, I always kind of enjoy the story of David. David was not by any means perfect in everything that he did, but he was relevant for the hour. Praise God. He was a relevant, come on now, a relevant remnant, a people within a people. Amen. God used him in the hour that he was, amen, to save people, to save his people, really to do a glorious thing and to serve his generation. That's what he did. And uh, uh, a phenomenal story about you know, him. But all the things that happened, even through all the situations with King Saul and uh, looking to kill David, and he goes off, and they end up in the cave of Adullam, and he ra- was raised up as a captain amongst the, uh, these people that, that basically saw him as the leader. He goes on, and he raises them up to become mighty men or mighty warriors, amen. The Word calls them the mighty men of David, amen. And out of that group, praise God, all other armies feared him. I mean, we're talking about a small uh, you know, a group of men that became mighty warriors. Amen. And then, of course, he goes on and becomes king, and, and all that happens there. And, uh, you know, a man that literally led his people. Amen. Again, he was not perfect, but he was a people within a people. He was a relevant remnant, praise God. He was relevant for the hour and the day that he was in, praise God, for what he did for his people, his gener- or that generation, praise God. Again, a mighty thing, praise God. Let's look at somebody else here, okay? In the book of Acts again, chapter 26 and verse 18, we see, we see something that the Lord talking or something the Lord had said to Saul, or Paul, I should say, later changed to Paul. Okay, so uh, he said this to Paul. He said, you are called, right? I, sa- I now send you to open their eyes, talking about the, the Gentiles, to open their eyes, 
in order to turn them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Now again, what's he, what are we talking about? Well, he was sent. He was called. He, he stepped up to the plate, did exactly what he was called to do. He served his generation. He was a relevant remnant. Are you hearing me? Now Saul, uh, well, earlier called Saul, right? Changed to Paul later. But as Saul, he he wasn't, you know, he wasn't necessarily doing everything right. I mean, he thought he was being fervent for God, but he kind of was off base a little bit. He gets, he basically meets Jesus, right? Come on, on the road to Damascus, has that that glorious experience. Okay, from there on, Amen. He's serving the Lord, Amen. He gets, he basically gets his. Uh, marching orders, so to speak, and this is what was said to him, all right? You're called, amen, to go to a people that normally nobody's going to, right? The Gentile, and you're going to minister to them. You're going you're to basically turn on the lights. You're going to bring them into who they're called to be in God, amen. And he was, again, a relevant remnant, a people within a people who made a difference in his generation, praise God. Now, guess what? You're called to do the same thing. A reference out of Philippians 2 and verse 15 says that we're in the midst right now of a crooked and perverse generation. But we're called to, in the midst of that generation, we're called to shine as lights in this world. So regardless of how bad it looks out there, God's looking for a people who will step up to the plate and shine, amen, in that generation. That's you, that's me, praise God. Amen. I, I, my heart is to shine in this generation. And I believe that's your heart, is to shine in this generation, to be a a, a relevant remnant, a people within a people, praise God, to make a difference in the generation that we're in, praise the Lord. That's that's what God's looking, uh, looking for, amen. People like that, I believe that's you, amen. I believe that's me, praise God, hallelujah. Now this word in Philippians 2 and 15, the word shine means to lighten. Literally means to lighten your surroundings, to show, appear, or to be seen. But what it's talking about, you come in, you come in on the scene, amen, as a light, and you you basically bring light into a crooked and perverse generation. You bring light into a dark situation. Because when the light comes on, praise God, darkness has to go. Amen. And so that's what God's looking for is a people willing and obedient. To step up to the plate, praise God, and shine right where they're at, praise God. To be all that God's called them to be. To be, amen, that that remnant, hallelujah, that people within a people. To be relevant, a, a relevant remnant within their own generation, praise God. That's who he's looking for. He's looking for you. He's looking for me, amen. And so I, I'm going to ask you the question, are you going to be uh, that willing and obedient individual, praise God? And I guarantee if you do it, it's going to change your life forever. Amen. And not just your life, but those around you, praise God. Hallelujah. Let's look at some references here. Matthew 5, please. Now, these are some common texts I'm going to look at here uh, to to finish out this message. But uh, I want you now uh, to really hear these things in the light of what we're talking about. All right? Because sometimes, you know, we have... You know, we we read them, we hear them, and you know, we kind of amen, brother, whatever. We kind of we maybe we, uh, you know, we you know we agree with it, or we might um, you know mentally assent that yeah, okay, that's that's who we are. 
But see, he's looking for a people, all right? He's looking for a relevant remnant that'll step up to the plate. And verse, uh, uh, probably Matthew 5 and verse 14 says, you are the light, right? In fact, earlier in verse 13, it says, you're the salt of the earth. Amen. You're the difference maker, see? You come into the situation and you bring change, all right? Again, verse 14, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, all right? In other words, it's, it's, it might be a personal thing, but it's never private. When you turn the light on, you get up you know, high at elevation, it should be broadcasting light everywhere, right? Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket. In other words, a lamp is meant to bring light, all right, into the room. Are you hearing me? But on a lampstand, let me read that whole verse again. Nor do they light a lamp to put it under a basket, but on a, a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And what he's talking about is being that remnant, being the light. Amen. That word light means radiant energy that makes sight possible. So you come in on the scene, you bring light. Amen. It changes the world around you. It changes your, your, your part, your area, praise God, your generation, your family, your church, amen, your business place, your employ, wherever you're employed, whatever it is, amen, out on the streets, your community, your region, amen, your state, amen. Hopefully you get to be a bright enough light, you, you go even beyond that, amen. You're changing a nation, praise God, amen. And this is who we're called to be, amen. We're called to let our light so shine. Now that wasn't designed just to be some, you know, some children's song or something, you know, some little quick ditty, but it's talking about having a, a, a people stepping up to the plate to be that relevant remnant for the day and the hour that they're in. You're here for such a time as this, praise God. And me, to me, that, you know, that always is updated. Every time I hear that, I think that's right. I'm here for, for such a time. Amen. I'm here right now in this time frame in history, amen, I'm here, amen, to make a difference right where I'm at, praise God, to be used, amen, by God in a glorious way, amen, to change my generation, amen, for the better, amen. That's what we're here for, praise God. Now, I know that, and you know that, that not everybody is necessarily going to accept that and walk in that, amen. That's the facts. Like I said, many people might mentally assent to this. But when you stop and you look at it, it's, 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 a, it's a call of God on you, praise God, to step up, hallelujah, and to be a part of a remnant of people willing to make a difference in their generation, praise God. Let's look at a couple other references here. 1 Thessalonians, amen. 1 Thessalonians. And chapter 5, please. Hallelujah. Kind of saying some similar things, but verse 5, it says this, You are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Amen. And of course, it goes on to talk about, you know, not letting us uh, sleep as others do and let us watch and be sober. All right. Now, that's, that's verse actually verse 6 there. But the bottom line is he's talking to the people of God saying, listen, you could, you could be casual about all this, or you could be who you're called to be. 
All right, part of that remnant group, sons of light. Amen. Sons of the day, not of the dark, not of, amen. We're not going to be backing up and, and uh, you know, be, be like anybody else. Amen. Of this world. We're, we're part of the sons of, of light. Amen. We're part of a, a remnant group, so to speak, that's willing to shine bright. Amen. Make a difference right where we're at. We're not going to be lulled to sleep or just be casual about our faith. Are you hearing me today? Instead, praise God, we're going to be the sons of light. We're going to make a difference where we're at. Praise God. Let's look at one more reference on that. Ephesians chapter 5. Again, kind of saying the same thing, but just kind of want to give you a few references on it. Ephesians 5 and uh, verse 8, please. And it says this, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Okay, you were once darkness, but now you're light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Okay, again, part of that remnant group. You might say, well, Pat, I believe that's talking to everybody. It is talking to everybody, but not everybody accepts it. You go a little bit further down in that chapter, he's talking about uh, awake, you who sleep, arise, you know, uh, from the dead, you know, and Christ will give you light. Now, who is he talking about? He's talking to, to the, talking to everybody of the church, but the problem is not everybody's accepting who they are. So you got some that are being lulled to sleep, some that are being casual about their faith, some who mentally assent that they're children of light, but maybe not walking in that. Amen. Now, I'm not condemning anybody. I'm not trying to be hard or, or looking at some negative side of anything here. I'm just trying to say, hey, you got to really, you got to uh, wake up, rise up, praise God, be willing and obedient uh, to that call. Amen. If you're going to be a part of a relevant remnant, you got to step up to the plate. Amen. You got to be willing to say, you know what? I'm going to get my cues from God. I'm going to move forward. I'm not backing up. I refuse to quit. I refuse to uh, become casual about, you know, concerning things of God, concerning my faith. Praise God. I'm stepping up and becoming that part of that remnant group. Praise God. That's going to make a difference in my generation. Now, one of the references that kind of jumps at me sometimes when I think about these things is out of Romans uh, 12 and verse 2. And it says, don't be conformed to this world. He's talking to the church. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Now, listen, by the renewing of your mind. So it starts with taking the word of God. Amen. Renewing your mind, taking your cues from God, renewing your way of thinking. Amen. And to be transformed to who you're called to be. But it, the first thing it says is don't be conformed to the world. And so, again, talking to the people of God, the church of God, amen, the people, uh, you know, of the household of faith, all right, that it can be so easy to just, even though you get saved, even though you receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you can become so casual about that, that you literally get lulled to sleep or become conformed, adapted to the world. Or you could step up to the plate, Keep yourself in a you know in a in a in a in a in a, a place of transformation, keeping your mind renewed, amen. Letting God work things in you, amen. All of a sudden, by the Spirit of the Lord, you're being changed from glory to glory by the Spirit of God, amen. Why? Because you're willing to step up, amen. You're willing to be obedient, praise God, hallelujah, to the call of God, stepping up into who you are as a child of God in the generation that we're in, praise God. Amen. 
Praise God for all the, the people like the Esthers and the Moses and the Joshua's and the Joseph's and the David's and all those that did great things in their day. But God's looking to you for this day. God's looking to you for this hour. Will you step up? Will you be a part of a relevant remnant group, a people within a people, praise God, a people willing to make a difference in the generation that they're in, praise God. He's looking to you to be the light. He's looking to you to be the children of, of light and walk in that light, praise God. In other words, everywhere you go, you are bringing radiant energy that makes sight possible for those around you, praise God. And just like there was a call on Paul to make a difference in the Gentile world, here you are, of uh, a year of 2020. Come on now. I'm not sure where you're all. we got people around the world watching and listening, praise God. But wherever you're at, praise God, there's a people around you, amen, where they need somebody to be a part of that remnant group that's going to rise up, praise God, and make a difference. And if you remember again back in Isaiah 1, it talks about, praise God, if it wasn't for the remnant, okay, all hell would break loose. It would be worse than it is. It would be like Sodom and Gomorrah. And I, I think about that, and I think, man, you don't even, a lot of times we don't even realize how much of a difference we make when we step up to the plate. We begin to seek God and pray and willing and obedient to walk things out, praise God. How much of a difference you actually make right where you're at, amen. Well, I'm hoping you're grabbing it, praise God. And I'm hoping you're seeing the importance of it, amen. So I'm calling, amen, I'm calling out to all of you, praise God. Become a part of that relevant remnant, that people within a people making a difference in the generation, making a difference, or in this generation, making a difference in the area that you're in, making a difference, praise God, wherever you go, amen, being a part of that remnant group. I hope you got something today. Father, I give you praise and glory once again uh, for a people that had an ear to hear, a heart to receive, a people, Lord God, again, that the eyes of our understanding, being enlightened, knowing who we are, what we're called to do, knowing, praise God, uh, the, the, the magnitude of this uh, being that remnant group, praise God. And I give you praise and glory for it. Father, forgive us for the times that maybe we were a little casual with our faith. A little, maybe a little bit more, uh, you know, laid back and kind of somewhat slumbered or fell asleep in who we were. But Lord, I thank you that we're waking up, we're rising up, and we're becoming the men and women of God that we're called to be. And for that, we give you praise in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I call you blessed. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to watch the video of this message, head over to vimeo.com forward slash wo victory or go to jerry roberts ministry on roku for more information about who we are and what we do here at order victory check out the website at wovictory.org that's wovictory.org see you there